Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Millennial podcast. Today, we are talking all about relationships. Are one of our more favorite topics to discuss because there's so much to cover, whether it's family, friends, you know, significant others. There's so much advice and so many stories we could probably tell. It's true. And honestly, I feel like advice keeps changing. So yeah. you have to you have to change with it. Yeah. And it's very subjective because one situation is not necessarily applicable to another situation, right? In terms of what you could do differently or what you can, you definitely can learn from it, but it's just, it's not, it's not a science basically what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) let's get into it. Um, What are some red flags that you look for in a relationship? Oh, how much time you got? I know, seriously. Uh, (laughs) I've dated some bad people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the, biggest one for me honestly is jealousy Mm -hmm. like that's such a red flag because I am like the least jealous person that's good yeah and it's like not to say that like that comes from anything because I have been cheated on like I think anyone has Mm -hmm. um it's just my nature like I I don't know one of my friends she always says she's like your ego is too high like you oh, just really? think so high of yourself that like if someone were to cheat, you're like, you're losing me. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I think it I think it depends. Like I totally agree with you. I think there are some situations where like, you know, the guy you're with ha- just has like a moment and it happens sometimes. But then if it happens all the time, for example, or is really aggressive, then definitely a red flag. Yeah, 100%. And I've been with those guys. I've been with those guys where, like, we're, like, outside walking down the street and another guy walks by us and he looks at me. I don't even look at him. He looks yeah. at me. Yeah. And the guy's like, why was he looking at you? Because well, I can I- control his eyeballs. <laughs> how am I supposed to know that? I can't read his mind. <laughs> like, maybe he thought I wasn't attractive and he was like, oh, God. So, you know what? I That's one thing that, you know, whether you're married or in a relationship – there's nothing wrong with finding somebody else attractive. I yeah. I don't find anything wrong with seeing someone and saying, hey, that girl is really beautiful or that guy is really handsome. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Just because you're in a relationship or married does not mean that you just shut down hormonally and don't see anybody else in the world. Like, let's be realistic about it, right? But I think there's also a huge difference. And this is what it is for me. Like, I could literally be wing woman, wing wing womaning a friend <laughs> mm-hmm. and like t- if she's with a guy and he's got a friend and I'll just be like oh yeah I'll just totally talk to him like I can 100% have a conversation even if I think the person is like drop dead gorgeous yeah and like if I'm happy in a relationship my mind is just like yeah you're good looking so yeah like it doesn't even phase me because I'm just like there's so much more in my partner that I'm happy with yeah I'm not even thinking about you in that capacity but I am noticing that you're attractive yeah, you can definitely appreciate somebody else's beauty without being, oh, I got to get all up on that while I'm in another relationship with somebody else, right? Yeah. You can just say, hey, this person's beautiful and then just move on, right? No, for sure. Any other um, red flags? 
Another red flag for sure is like a Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> I just actually <laughs> was talking to someone who was and like ended it so fast once I found out. Oh, I just, goodness. Yeah, I just can't. I'm not here for that. Yeah. Um, another red flag is someone who talks about their exes a lot. Mm. You know, it's one thing to be very general. Like I know sometimes, you know, if I'm on a date and a guy's like, what are your red flags? And I'll be like, oh, jealousy. And then he'll be like, why? And I'm just like, well, in the past, I've dated jealous guys. Like, I think that generalization is okay because you're not picking on someone. You're not speaking negative about someone. You're just like, that just wasn't for me. Right. Um, But I feel like when they start to tell you like intimate details that A, are for one, none of your business. Yeah. And be like, if you're still obsessed and talking about this person, like, are you really ready to move on? True. Which very true. I, I agree. That's a very good point. Yeah. And I think the, like, I guess the last kind of like really, really big one for me um, would probably be someone who doesn't get along with my like friends or family. Right. Because they're so important to me. And, and I also like think about that too. Like when I'm on a date with someone, I literally go, I'm like, okay, if I like you, would my best friend like you? Would her husband like you? Would my other friend's husband like you? Like, I right. literally kind of play that game. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because I'm also looking for, like, my last relationship. Like, I'm not right. looking for just another boyfriend. Right. What are yours? So uh, I guess I have a, a few, as I'm sure everyone does. I think yeah. one of the biggest ones is when uh and obviously this isn't about my husband but previous relationships but um one of the biggest red flags that i notice is someone who always thinks they're superior to other people and um just talks a lot of crap about other people so i've i noticed that in one of my previous relationships um this guy that i was seeing who just felt like everyone was inferior to him. And he just talked negatively about everyone, even some of the nicest people that I've ever met that I've never heard anyone say a negative thing about. And mm-hmm. just everyone and everything in my life was negative. Like, this is wrong. This is bad. This person's this and so on. So that's definitely a red flag for me because it's like, oh, well, who can you really get along with? And really, um, is that the best approach for, for you to, if you find something negative and all you can say is negative things about someone, is that really the type of relationship that you want to be in long-term? Right. Um, the other thing too is like, if that's his outlook on life, mm-hmm. like what the hell makes that person happy? Exactly. Just always, always negative. Yeah. Um, and just always thinking you're better than everyone that's Mm -hmm. definitely another really big red flag um people who are genuine and authentic and just good-hearted people never think that they're better than anyone and they're more uh, humble and you know what i mean and it's just like if you look at some of the you know most inspiring people and entrepreneurs and celebrities like the the really good ones they never think that they're better than anybody else um and these are obviously very successful people. So for a relationship, I feel like that's a very big red flag when they someone thinks they're better than you or, or people you know. I agree. Um, one of the other red flags is someone who is controlling, which I know is a pretty obvious mm-hmm. one, but more so in like little aspects of your life. Like, oh, um, you know, like 
you shouldn't be eating this, you should be eating this, or, you know, we should really, um, you should really be home at this time, or don't wear this and wear that, like little, little things like this that you wouldn't necessarily notice if it just happens randomly. But as it continues to build these little um, new nuances, then you realize that this person is actually very controlling. And I dated someone who was like that. And it was very like strategically done where it was you don't notice those things at first it's just like oh this and that like here and there and then it starts sort of building up so just few red like that's a red flag for sure if you start to see them say like one thing that you shouldn't be doing and then it slowly builds up to you know three or four things and then five or six things then all of a sudden they're just telling you what to do all the time so that's a you know one that's for controlling people is done very strategically. So I just want to be mindful of that. Um, and that's because, always how it starts too. Like yes. it's always just like, oh, you know what? You shouldn't have a burger. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, why are you going out? And it's like, oh, yeah. it's so annoying. Like you, I dated someone who was kind of like that too. He wasn't, he didn't go to any extreme, but the second I kind of felt it, I'm such a like yeah. Sassy woman that I just like went the complete opposite and did everything he hated. Yeah, and we didn't stay together very long. I the so the person that I'm actually referring to once told me that I went on too many vacations with my friends. What the funny thing what? is, yeah, the funny thing is though, Jules, in that year that we dated, I went on one trip with one of my friends. The other one was with my mom. Like that's just, and and another one was just to go see my sister in Montreal. So it's not even like, I feel like going to see family somewhere is not a vacation. That's, I mean, yes, you have to take vacation time and sure it's relaxing, but it's more so like you're going to see family and spend time with family or going on a trip with my mom. Like, come on, that's just madness. Um, So I really went on one trip. And then the one trip that I went on, he said that I shouldn't be wearing a a bathing suit to the beach. I'm like, I'm sorry, what should I be wearing? A burqa? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I would have, like, if I were you, I literally would have just gone on, like, more vacations and bought a beer bathing suit. <laughs> I was like, then what do you wear at a, at a beach if you don't wear a bathing suit? That's what also, it's made like, for. Why do you care? Like, I think that goes back to trust issues. Like, yes. he doesn't trust X, Y, and Z. And obviously, it's not because he doesn't trust you. Something has happened. Mm-hmm. And I hate when men are just like, I'm scarred. I'm like, no, you can do work on yourself and figure it out and get through it. And I feel like a lot of women do that on their own and men have to be like pushed a bit. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. It's like, yeah, we all have had, um, you know, not so great relationships and things that have ended badly or just relationships that haven't you learn from it and you're like, oh man, I never want that to happen again. But don't let that hold you down and use it as an excuse. Learn, grow, be cautious, and move on, right? No, that's so true. Um, the other biggest red flag is when a guy kind of brags about his conquests, like quote unquote, oh, yeah. um, when, you know, when they're always bragging about that kind of stuff to me that just shows that they're not really interested in a relationship and so I you know have never really 
looked for just like a fun time sort of relationship. I've always just been someone who, you know, wants a relationship to be with someone. Um, And if someone just wasn't interested um, or I just wasn't ready for a commitment, then I just wouldn't date. Um, So that was obviously a red flag for me. If someone is not looking for a commitment, that's obviously a different situation. But that was sort of a big red flag. It's just someone bragging about all the women that they've slept with because that's not really something to brag about. So that's another yeah, big Yeah, and one. you know what? I think that's actually gone out of style, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. But I think it has because a lot of my friends who are also single like me and have kind of like, you know, chatted with people here and there, it doesn't come up like it used to. Yeah. So I think guys have actually learned. Like, learned. Maybe I, sh- I save that for my boys. Like maybe yeah, I don't exactly. share that with exactly. everyone. Well, not this guy, let me tell you. He doesn't know the anything. But anyway, so those those are a few of the red flags that I've noticed. Yeah, those are good ones too. Yeah, all really, I feel like um, big, big ones that sometimes, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's you don't notice those things because you're kind of going with the motions and you're trying to see the best in someone. So you may not notice that kind of stuff. Um, all right, question number two. <laughs> For relationship <laughs> advice. Who would you generally go to your family or friends family you know sometimes you go to your mom sometimes you go to your sister or i don't know your brother uh do would you go to family or friends and or does it depend on the situation of the type of advice you're looking for um honestly i don't really ask my like i don't really ask my parents Mm -hmm. um I think I'm just, I think to be honest too, I'm also a little protective of my family. Like I don't want someone to meet my family right away. I'm not someone who's like, come on over. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you have to like earn that. Can I ask, Um, sorry to interrupt, how many guys, side question by the way, how many guys have actually met your parents? Uh, Since I've been dating, uh, one, two, three, Maybe, maybe four. Just and let's. It kind and of I, I don't want to like say how many I've dated. <laughs> it just popped into my head, but honestly, yeah. three or four is not that many, um, considering people. You know, some people introduce every girl or every guy that they date. Yeah. So. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. No, there's definitely been. I mean, I'm definitely, I've definitely dated in the double digits, no doubt. Um, yeah, but, but you're yeah. also in your thirties, so. Just turned 30. It's not like you're, you know, 22 and you're like, I've dated 50 guys. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> then that would be a bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little protective of that. Um, so no, normally I always go to my friends, especially my best friend, because yeah. she, like you, and like I would even ask you too, and you mm-hmm. know that, is like you guys are married and you're married to like really good men. Yeah. So, and I see how good like your husbands treat you both. And even some of my other friends that are married um, or getting married. And so I'm always just like, okay, well, you know, if a guy is like ignoring me or if he just like, it's been like four days, he hasn't texted back. I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm like, I know my friend's husband, like when he was dating her, he was texting her every minute of the day. And she was like, could you leave me alone for (laughs) a second? Can I have five minutes to myself, please? But that was the thing. It's like he was so interested yeah. and was going after what he wants. So yeah. I'm just like, I've come to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to fight for your attention. Yeah. 
um, if you want to be with me, you will prove it. And if you don't, then adios. Tell yeah. me, like, I don't have time. I'm not going to waste it. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say always friends. What do you do? Do you talk to your mom? Um, so it's funny. That I actually do talk to my mom, not about intimate stuff. I, I'm yeah. very mindful of what I speak to her about. But some are the um, bigger, not bigger, but it really depends on the, the situation. Like, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't think of an example right now, but something not, not very intimate, but something you can actually have a conversation about where you can learn from someone who's experienced, for example. Right. Right. Cause she is obviously older, has experience. No way. <laughs> I know. No way. What a surprise. <laughs> She's older. Um, you know, she has experience and, I use my mom as sort of, you know, a jumping off point in some situations. It really helps for her to ground me in some of my, I guess, like ideas and thoughts. So I definitely do use my mom as like an advice um, person that I can go to. And she's very like pretty blunt and pretty honest. And she always you know, is very objective, like 99% of the time. So it's great because mm-hmm. I can get some really honest feedback from someone who has experience. Um, I also go to my sister. Um, I ask her for advice. Again, same thing. She's always very objective. And for someone who has been with her husband for God knows how many years now, they, you know, been dating since she was like 20 and, and you know, got married. Yeah. Um, it's always great to get advice from her because again, she's very blunt and, you know, it's very objective for the most part. So it's great because I know that I can really get some advice from, um, people who have had the experience and can be objective in that way. Um, I don't really share everything though. It's like, has to be a pretty dire situation for me to want to get advice. Um, And then, you know, I go to friends here and there. If like, I feel like, you know, I'm not, I can't talk to my mom or, um, you know, this situation just calls for talking to friends about it. Like, again, it depends. Right. Um, But usually I kind of, I don't know, I guess I keep things private because what I've noticed over the years is Sometimes when you share those kinds of details, not in a negative way, but your friends start to see, oh, like this guy did this to her. This guy did that to her and that to her. Like, oh, you know, he's being a bit of a jerk and I don't really like him and all that. It just, when they see the negative things, then, you know, it kind of changes their impression of that person. So I'm very mindful of what I share and I, I try and usually just deal with it myself by like taking a step back, taking a break mentally, um, calming down. Cause you know, you get upset and <laughs> yeah. then just thinking like, what's the most fair approach to this, um, for the most part. But yeah, that's usually how I approach it. And no, that's, that's totally fair to say. And just one thing to add on that sometimes too, like when you do go to a friend, like maybe you've just had a really bad day and he literally like forgot to put a dish in the dishwasher. Like yeah. you're just complaining because like whatever, like everyone has those days. It's totally fine. Yeah. But it's true. It's like when the frequency comes up and then something big that you actually want advice on or, yep. you know, is something like that, then 
then it's kind of like the straw that breaks the camel's back because exactly. all you've done is no events, but like, and then I'm not talking about you, but I'm just saying like, all you've done is complain. 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 Um, so yeah, you kind of have to like filter and be like, okay, like what's worth sharing? What isn't? I always kind of make the judgment too, where I'm like, I'm really open with certain people in my life. Like certain people in my life almost literally know everything about me, yeah. except for a few things I'm taking to the grave that nobody <laughs> will know <laughs> except me. <laughs> so it's like, if my part, if I'm so open with my partner, like he's going to know my best friend knows. It's yeah. not like I'm trying to hide something from him. Yeah. He's just gonna know I also think men know that women do tend to like share everything with their close kind of tribe yeah um so yeah you better like our friends boys yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) okay question number three which I think is a doozy what kind of advice would you give your 20 year old self if you were in a relationship and obviously one that you're having trouble with um leave (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just leave period just leave. you don't need any yeah, other I mean, context honestly, can i tell you i'm pretty sure i invented ghosting no really i swear to god i think when i was 15 i used to literally just like block people's numbers on my cell phone because that was a function <laughs> i'm not even joking i'm pretty sure i invented ghosting so you're welcome world um i i did used to to be honest, ghost as well before ghosting was a thing. And yeah. that was more so just because he didn't have the heart to confront that person. So I just stopped responding. <laughs> I was just like, it's just easier this way. And it's obviously because I had some anxiety and, and issues dealing with confronting people. Yeah. That's my problem. It wasn't the best response, but I just didn't stop responding. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say leave. There was a point where I was like 21 and I was in yeah. a long-term relationship. Um, and it ended when I was 21, but it was like six months prior to that relationship ending. I mentally like checked out. Right. Like, I don't know what it was, but I just didn't care. And that's not to sound cruel, but like, there was a part of me that was like, well, you've been in this relationship for like two years. You need to like stay with this person and like wait it out and figure it out. And we stayed together another six months and then he cheated. So yeah Yeah. um I know hard feelings about it but I just like I just remember feeling like if I ever feel that way again like I never want to ignore it yeah because it's such a big deal yeah um and also like just trust your gut like I know we've said that so many times and it's so true like you know I just lost complete interest in him um yeah. Other advice. Other advice. Um, don't think that the person you're with at 20 is the person you're going to marry. Yeah. If you end up marrying them, amazing. If you don't, probably for the best. Because <laughs> your judgment's probably not the best. It's true. How many people do we know actually married their high school sweet- sweetheart, for example? I don't know any. I know one that I'm, it was a friend I'm not even really in touch with because we just, you know, lost yeah, touch I don't know. but that's it one person I don't know anyone but I remember that was a thing yeah it was such a thing um any other last piece of advice you know what have fun because yeah. I think I think what happened was when we were growing up everyone was so invested in having like a high school sweetheart the love of my life like that kind of thing and i think now the pendulum has swung the other way where everyone's like all i want to do is hook up yeah like it's okay to be young and date and like 
sew your oats and things yeah. like that. But also, like, you don't have to go crazy one way or the other. Yeah, you know? that's true. I always say, like, I remember when guys used to be like, oh, you're the kind of girl I would marry. I was like, I'm 20. Like, I'm not getting married for a while. Yeah. So if you don't want to date me, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's I kind true. of always had that perspective. So I'm proud that I for whatever reason knew. And then when I turned 26, I was like, okay, now I'm ready for like the real thing. True. Um, haven't found it yet. Still single. If you're single and tall and blonde, let me know. <laughs> you look like a Viking. Let me know. <laughs> just in DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Just DM me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that's good advice. Like you don't need to find your high school sweetheart. You don't need to sleep with anything that walks by you. Mm -hmm. But I just think like, enjoy, date, see what you like and like learn about yourself. Have yeah. more fun. Um, oh, and one more thing. Sorry. One more thing I forgot that I want to say is when a bad breakup or a bad relationship happens to you, of course, you're going to learn a little bit of a lesson from it. That's life. But don't let it harden you. Yeah. Don't let it like change your heart because if that person was cruel to you or if that person wasn't kind or nice or whatever, let like let the relationship end knowing that they chose to be the villain and you're walking away saying, maybe I'm not okay right now, but when the next person comes along, my heart's going to be open and I will be okay. True. Yeah. That's like the best advice I've learned, I'd say. That's a, yeah, that's some really yeah. good advice. Mine... Um, so single, so give me all the advice. I know <laughs> my <laughs> advice would be, um, no matter how hard it may seem to end a relationship, don't stay in the relationship for the sake of being in it. If it's, yeah. you know, been like four years, you're like, Oh, I've been in this relationship for four years. I got to make it work. No, because there's always someone better out there for you. And that's just that, that relationship's just not meant to be. Um, and don't feel like as much as it, it's hard and it hurts to end that relationship that there's no one out there for you because there is, there's always yeah. someone, come on guys, there's like 8 billion people in the world. You know, I'm sure we can find someone for you. So <laughs> stay positive. Um, that's how I always felt when breakups would happen. It's like, oh my gosh, this is the end. I'm never going to find someone, yeah. um, which is obviously very negative. So don't think like that. Um, there's always someone better. And another piece of advice, don't sell yourself short. You know, you're an amazing person. You are putting your heart and soul into this relationship and you deserve that in return. I know that I've overcompensated in relationships. Um, I'm sure other people have. Don't overcompensate if you're not getting what you're looking for in that relationship, have a conversation about it. And if it's just not to, meant to be, again, as hard as it may be, may seem, then you just know if, if you're thinking about breaking up or you're thinking of ending the relationship, then you know, it's just not meant to be. Um, and it might be time to have that conversation with your partner. If things don't change, then don't sell yourself short. And again, um, don't like end it and, and see what else is out there. Um, but one thing is don't cheat. Yeah, <laughs> if, don't, cheat. don't cheat. Um, if you see that you're interested in other people and you want to pursue things, just end the relationship. You're obviously not interested in that person anymore in any way. You have no commitment to them. So end the relationship, have at least that amount of respect for the other person to end the relationship 
instead of them having to find out that you're talking to somebody else or sleeping with somebody else or and cheating on them because it's unfair to them no matter how terrible that that relationship may be or that person may be at that moment no one deserves that just end the relationship and move on because if you're thinking about it it just means you're not looking for something long term with that current person you're with so those are my yeah. little pieces of advice such good ones and i definitely agree with the cheating thing because i mean like it's so much drama yeah. you have to like keep track of two people and you know hide text messages. like oh my god yeah. who has the time for that we have jobs people i know seriously just guys just end it just move on okay yeah just end it's it really and, and, not and, that hard don't ghost them like i did but just text them if i mean <laughs> if it's really bad and you just gotta text them just text them then and then just move on <laughs> yeah you know what I've done, um, which I'm not really proud of the last few years? Yeah. If I wanted to end something with someone, but I didn't want to tell them that it was like, you're not my future husband, so I have no interest. Because yeah. I just felt like that, like, even though they probably agree, like, it's probably hard to hear. Yeah, of so course. I just, keep, I just keep saying it like, I'm like, oh, someone recently just came back into my life and we've decided to try things again. <laughs> Ooh. But I feel like it softens the blow. It does soften the blow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's that's a good way. I mean, obviously it hurts still, but it's a little bit easier than just being like, I'd rather just be alone I than know. be with you. <laughs> that's a little I bit harder. But not yeah. being with you. It's true. That's a, that's a really good one. Guys, a little piece of advice if you need to end it. Yeah, that's what I say. Don't ghost I mean, the like, person and instead tell them you're, you know, you're just interested in someone before them. Yeah. Because honestly, I've never had one guy get mad. Really? Right, I've, so, I've never used it. So not that I will have to, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to leave off with one quote about advice for a relationship if one's ending. So this is from Atticus. He's a poet from Toronto, but he lives Yay. in LA now. So here it is. In all probability, there is a person out there that is almost exactly the same as the one you just lost except they are a little bit taller, a little bit kinder, and a whole lot better in bed. That's awesome. That's such a great yeah. little quote. All I right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another confession on Confessions of a Millennial, Millennial Podcast. Make sure to join us on Instagram and stay tuned for the next confession. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.